Welcome to the fucking fantasy basketball pod with your host Ollie and Goal, Christian Mickelson, and Razzy Mickelson. Fuck yeah, boys. Know, was that appropriate? That was wonderful. Okay, cool. I feel like I had to be a bit aggressive. It was, because uh, it was good enough. Oh, good enough. It's been a month. No, no. It's been more than a month since we did one of these podcasts. Let's not talk about that. Stuff. I didn't want to talk about how long it's been. Let's just Are we not recording these back, back to back in a studio? Is that not how oh, the podcasting world works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thanks to our sponsor, Audible, for this episode. Check out the free also, webinar. <clears throat> so, Manscaped, use code JaredAllen10 to save on your first Manscaped order. I w- Yo, I wonder what... His situation is like down there, considering what he has on his head. Imagine he had a j- massive afro on his. That's penis. why he's so good in the post, because like he's got the crotchal region, just sort of like you know how Kyle, Kyle Lowry is actually like low key a really good post player because of the rumpus. Mm. Right. Jared yeah, Allen's got the rumpus, you know. <laughs> the rumpus. <laughs> Next what time I see Jared Allen, I'm gonna look and see if I see something. Yeah, we should we should have a, a segment one week of like, okay, re- real talk. Who's who's packing? <laughs> real oh. talk. I'll add that as a segment coming at the end here. That's actually a great segment. Yeah, it's lots of value is what I'm saying in that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, <laughs> my men, shall I go over the itinerary for the call? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. First, this is so you know it can change, but this is the general gist of, of what we want to do. We prepared our, given that it's the All-Star weekend, and the, the All-Star game is going to be happening in, I don't know, a few hours, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe. We're not sure. We get to see Cassius Stanley dunk at halftime. There's only three people in the dunk contest. And I was looking doing, for the fourth yesterday. I know. And they're doing it at halftime. They clearly don't give a shit about the dunk contest anymore. Every year, they just, like, make it worse and worse. Mm-hmm. I like the theory that Aaron Gordon killed the dunk contest by being too good and still not winning. Yeah. Yeah. That's completely valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. First, we're going to name our all-star teams. We're not going to take too much time on that. Then our all-scrub teams. This is like fantasy so far and like people that actually like get legit minutes. Then I want to talk some studs since the last episodes because there's a lot of really interesting guys to talk about that are fucking crushing it right now. Mm-hmm. Then a little bit of uh, reviewing trades from early in the year. Some winners and losers. Now it's pretty clear to see how those trains turned out. trades turned out. We also want to look back at the bold predictions we made. And then the final segment is who's packing. Sounds good. <laughs> oh, and Ollie also wanted to do like some. Uh, some we have a, we have a well. secret segment and I'm going to reveal it now. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's called how many teams has Nick Batum been on this season? <laughs> this season? Definitely this mine. season. How many teams has he been on? And who in our league has picked him up the most times? Mm-hmm. Who has a Nick Batum fetish? Okay. okay. I, I know I've picked him up multiple times, but I'm sure so, so have I. I've had a couple of go-arounds on the Nick Batum <laughs> carousel. <laughs> we both had multiple goes with them. Or it's, all of us, I should say. It's strange because, you know, his numbers look like really underwhelming, but his PR is like high. He's just average in everything. And somehow that adds up or he's like a small contributor in every category. He's one of those 
filter by t- playing today, filter by minutes played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then straight away. Oh, Nick okay. for two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not the only one who does that. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've picked up some absolute shockers. Actually, can we also talk about worst guy you've had on your team this season? Absolutely. Yes. All right. Let's get Nate. started. Christian, I don't think you prepared any of the all-star team and all-scrub team, right? No, I wrote some names down here. Okay. Okay. Um, let's go through starters, east and west. Obviously, there's not going to be that much variation between us. Once we get to the bench, it's probably where we'll see a bit more variation. Shall we just go mine one through five, then Ollie's one through five? And then Christian, it. if he has it. Yep. From the east, we got James Harden at point guard. Bradley Beal at shooting guard, Kevin Durant small forward, Giannis at power forward, Joel at center. Is there? I I can't imagine anything other than that that would make sense. Ollie, what's your top five? I have a, I have a big problem, but I'll say it after. I I'm allowed to play Giannis at the three. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm allowed to. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Kevin Durant is injured, so we need a replacement. God, this isn't a real game happening. This is just in my mind. It is, and Vucci Main is starting at center. Oh, that's, you're crazy. That's you're a your massive homer pick. That's a big homer Absolutely pick. Absolutely it is. He is 0.3 of a whatever the hell ESPN use stat behind Joel Embiid. That is crazy. I have him as my second bench player in the East. Okay, that's fair. So is that but, the only difference? You put Giannis at the three. You put Kevin Dur- What did you do? How did you switch around? Giannis at the three. Joel's playing the four. Oh. You know, he can switch. He can step he can out. Switch. He can shoot the three. And then sure. Vucci Man's playing the five. All right, all right, all right. All right, you ready for my East starters? Mm-hmm. Kyrie at the one. You're James homer. Harden at the two. Yep. Kevin Durant at the three. Yep. We can stop there. That's Those are the <laughs> only ones that matter. But if I had to continue, Giannis at the four, Joel Embiid at the five. The fact yeah. that James Harden isn't a starter in the real also game is yeah. fucking bullshit. Yeah. I mean, he didn't play for like the first however many games. And also the All-Star game's really early this year compared How to when it usually is. How far through the season, season are we? Are you 50% or not even? No. We're it's not like 38% of the season. Oh, oh, that makes me really happy. Really? Yeah. That makes yeah. me really happy. Fuck yes. Yeah, it's the equivalent of playing the All-Star game after like 35 games of a regular year. Nice. Usually it's about 50-ish. Nice. So then the uh, the West starters. Should we do West starters? Okay, next West starters. I got Damian Lillard at the one, Steph Curry at the two, Luka Doncic at the three. He has an eligibility in ESPN. Yeah, LeBron but at the Steph four, Curry doesn't have shooting and the guard Joker eligibility. At the five. Your, your logic is flawed, sir. Fuck. He's All right. right. Shit, shit, shit. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, I, I I have no response. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually not many shooting guards in the West. No. Uh, I, I actually put, I'm pulling it up now. Uh, Fred, no, he plays in the East. Uh, Chris Paul, no. Jamal Murray is the number one rated shooting guard in the West. Ugh, he, I didn't, he's not even on my reserves. I know. Thin. Yeah. He's had a he's had a good like second half or like he's he's been super hot lately, but still. yeah, low key been pretty good the past month. Yeah. Who are we talking about? Jamal Murray. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys West starters look like? 
my West starters, I think there's outside of these five, I can't imagine anyone else, maybe Kawhi or something, but Damian Lillard at the one, Steph Curry at the two, Luka Doncic at the three. But can I be honest, for some reason, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't like Luka Doncic as much as these other. Yo, I'm a big fat hater of Luka Doncic. I don't know why. I, I like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I swear I'm not one to hate on people, but there's just something there. Yeah. Maybe I, he's white and I don't like white people. Yeah. Yeah. That might yeah. be it. But um, LeBron at the four, Jokic at the five. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly what I said. I can't disagree with that. You know, I just, I just, I thought it was fair to put anyone else above Luka Doncic. I'm going, I'm looking at the the player rater in ESPN, and I feel it would be cheating him. Yeah, even yeah. if I don't like him so much. Yeah, as a player. Speak, speaking of being cheated, mm-hmm. Zach Levine robbed. I, I was just about to say, I would love to see him in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. What a but beast! Over yeah. Kyrie Irving. Uh, to be yeah. honest, actually, it's like from a when non-homer perspective. My, actually, yes. When I take my uh, my homerism out of it, Zach Levine should be in the starting lineup over yeah. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the last time we did this podcast, you both hated Kyrie. Correct. Correct. Yes. And, yes. Correct. Yes. And and I stand behind. Can how you much blame me? Him. Yeah. Can you? No. Blame no. Not at all. Yeah, I just right? think that if you ever have a take, you're never allowed to have any nuance or <laughs> change to it at all. <laughs> yeah, right. But just you're a since, scammer. You know, since he got back on the court, he's just been balling. So mm-hmm. now I like him again. You know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty bipolar yeah. when it comes to basketball. Mm-hmm. And I and I like it that way. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to be like that. Yeah. But uh, Zach Levine is just going dumb this year. Straight yeah. dumb. I you mean... Know, 28.7 points per game. And what's shooting... What's like, percentage? Let me, let me check. I don't know quick. if he's efficient. Uh, no, he, he's super efficient. He... His three, uh, I'm pulling it up right here. Zach Levine is amazing. His field goal percentage, yo, 52.5. What? That's what? And his three-point percentage, 43.5. Where, where does he get taken next year? End of first round? Yeah. I mean, those yeah. numbers? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, 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 or middle first round. Damn, he's like, he's taking the jump to like the... The Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal category. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Who owns Zach Levine? Nils. Nils, of course, Nils. Nils. Why are you such a good player, Nils? Mm-hmm. All right, should we do our East Reserves? First, I have Zach Levine. I got Nikola Vucevic as the second one. Julius Randle as the third reserve. As retarded as that sounds, it's, uh, it's just fair. He's averaging like light. 22, 11, and five and a half assists it's, or some crazy It's like funny that. how much how much we made fun of him before the season. We, know we said nothing. it was a bad pick at We said bad fantasy basketball analysts. Yeah. Then uh, filling out the bench, Fred Van Vliet and Trey Young. As much as Trey Young seems like an underachiever and all, I don't know. I still, It's still fair. And Fred Van Vliet has been a monster. Yeah. Trey Young is... Is getting up there in the good stats, bad team Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, so, you know, Trey Young's had a really bad season by his standards, and he's still 15 overall on the yeah. player rater on the year. For someone That's having a put him down year, giving you like middle to front end second round value is really good. So I feel like going forward in future years, he's always just going to be a safe guy you could take at the end of the first round for like the mm-hmm. next five, 10 years. 
Yeah. Who you guys got on the bench for the East? Uh, I have. Uh, I actually have. I have Levine at the two. So I have Trey Young at point guard, Levine at the two, and then Julius Randle. Uh, I suppose he's not really a three. Middleton at the three. Julius. I just Randall went at the five four. players. I didn't go by position on the bench. And I'm gonna have Sabonis at the five because I like a nice balanced team. Fair, fair. Sabonis has been so good. Mm-hmm. Just such well, a consistent performer. It's true. Similar to Julius Randle, right? Like 2010-5. Just and like actually good. Not like Trey Young, <laughs> like actually good. <laughs> you know what I want to do? No, he's averaging 21, 11, and 6. Oh. <laughs> and had a 10-10-10 triple double in his last game. Ooh. Didn't <laughs> That's not TJ that McConnell also have a triple double on a hundred percent shooting? In the same game? Are you talking about in that same game? I think it's the same game. Or that maybe it was t- the game before. Has would that, that ever be a first? Before? Two triple doubles? It was the first ever triple double on perfect shooting. Oh, Yo, that's nasty. That's and nice. I love TJ McConnell. Doing it for us undersized white boys. <laughs> you, do, you do look a lot like TJ McConnell. Thanks, mate. That's like a really nice compliment. Yeah, I think he, it is. He's a good looking boy. Yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking for the next podcast episode, what if we did like a redraft, like five rounds of redraft or something? Like that? That'd be fun. That'd be fun. That yeah. sounds like the best thing ever. Can we do that now instead? No, there's any time for that. All right, West Reserves. All you start because I've always been starting. Uh, wait, isn't it Christian's turn? I just uh, didn't think he had prepared his. No, I had not prepared a reserve. <laughs> prepared anything? I had not okay. Prepared reserves. West Reserves. Um. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I haven't prepared reserves, but just off the top of my head, Chris Paul. Um, Jeremy Grant's getting in. For sure. But he doesn't play in the West, so it's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, like, I, like just looking at this, like fantasy-wise, the West is actually getting destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I was yeah. trying to figure out, like, who did I put in the West reserves? And I had to yeah. take, like, Rudy Gobert. Like, oh. Yeah. Even Chris Paul. He's been great, but it's... Re- it's really, uh, I'm sure you guys have noticed how weak the East is compared to the West in terms of winning percentages. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty shocking. And then the fact that there's no good players in the West it. and they're all in the East. Well, that, okay. That, it's Phoenix doing us in with these like amazing teams, but no one averaging more than like 18 points a game. Yeah. yeah. Bloody Phoenix. Right. Who is Devin Booker now? Is he still a 25 point per game scorer? What is Devin Booker? I don't know. Why is Devin Booker? That should never have been possible to happen. Jared Allen is having a better season than SGA. Devin Booker. What? What? Oh my like, god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! The West reserves are literally like Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, Chris Paul, <laughs> SGA. God, what a trash team. That's the real reserves. Wait, did Jordan Clarkson make the all-star team? No, no, no but I'm talking fantasy-wise. Oh, fucking thank you. Could have. Yeah, fantasy. Uh, Wait, Storm and Norman's like had a resurgence? Oh, God, I hate this season. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. No, 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 let's Norman. not get there yet. Let's not get there yet. I want to cover that later. Okay. Oh, I hate my life. Let me finish out my reserves because it's kind of boring. I'd rather move on to the all-scrub segment. That's much more fun. Brandon so Ingram, Kawhi Leonard, Zion Williamson, Chris Paul, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. That's a fair one. Rudy Gobert has been very good. Gobert. The yogurt. Gobert. I don't know. <laughs> Rudy yogurt. 
<laughs> I want to go to a game and chant that at him. I have a feeling he'd get really annoyed. Yeah. No. He seems like a guy who's really easy to annoy. What what if uh what if you you're just a big jazz fan and you go to games, you just pretend his name is Rudy Yogurt. You just genuinely thought that was what his name was. And you have a jersey that says yogurt on it. <laughs> Same number and everything. Like would he be mad? Uh, he would definitely I hope not. He'd be a dick if that would make him mad. Exactly. He might be right. Shall we go on to the all scrub teams from the East? Yes, North? please. All yeah. right, so um, I didn't give you guys. I think Christian, once again, you didn't have the time to prepare this. All you did, right? Oh, I have an all scrub team. Okay, good. Um, I didn't like set the rules for it, but basically, it has to be players that actually get minutes. I thought it'd be kind of self-explanatory. They have to actually get minutes, uh, but also like the higher they were drafted, the you know more that plays into the ranking. Or, yeah. Um, and, I have a captain. And that, that's about it. Are we ready? Oh, yes. Lay it on me. So from the East, starters at point guard. This one was really tough. This was, there wasn't anyone that really stood out. Um, so this one's actually really stupid. But it's Rajon Rondo. No, no. This is the wrong pick. I know. I, felt, I feel really yeah, stupid about I, it. I don't, yeah. I know. I, I, guys, look. I didn't know who to pick. The captain of the all scrub NBA team plays in the East at point guard. Oh, okay. Let me have a quick look here. Tell me who it is. Russell Westbrook mm. is currently the 94th best player. Ah. Okay. That's, um, uh, you know, I just breezed over his name. I just hadn't really anticipated that he would make it on an all scrub team. I mean, he's averaging a triple double. I don't, I don't really know what to say. He's averaging nine, 9.7, 9.8, basically a triple double. On awful percentages for a guy who was drafted, what, like 14th? That, that's Russell Westbrook, he, 43% from the field. That, that's who he is. He's shooting 58% from the line. Yeah, what, that's awful. That, that, oh, that's some DeAndre. DeAndre Jordan shoots better than that now. On high, on high attempts as well. He's having 20, 10, and 10. It's really hard for me to put him on the all-scrub team. Okay, so you've drafted him at 14. He's the 94th best player. I totally – how many games has he played? That's, that's important. I mean, that's know. probably some of it because you're not getting points when anyone's hurt. Thanks, Anthony Davis. <laughs> but yeah, He's I also on my scrub team. Guard. I just didn't know who else to say. Okay, moving on to shooting guard. Um, Christian will understand why I chose this player. Others probably won't. The sham god Landry Shamit. I fucking hate him. He plays for the Nets, and I've never seen him score a point. Every shot he ever takes, he just misses. He just okay. Classes, you are so fucking emotional. I'm sorry. I am when it comes to the Nets. How do you not love Sham Wow? At shooting guard, we got Danilo Gallinari. Power forward, we got Blake Griffey. Boy, he could be coming to the Nets. Let's get it. And then <laughs> yeah. at center, we got. Bismack Biombo. <laughs> no, what are you going to do Bismack like that for? <laughs> Lads. And like, I know he's not really fantasy relevant, but he gets a lot of minutes. I mean, so this was, I, I wasn't really basing it off of <clears throat> fantasy. I was basing it off of more real life. Players mine, that get is, a lot of minutes. mine is very scientific. I've done it based on fantasy draft position. 
Yeah, so I didn't do that. I didn't yeah, do that. you should have done that. So I've got the captain and point guard, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Devin Booker made it onto my onto my scrub team because he's... Yeah, we went completely different directions. I, I was basically going for the worst players in the league that actually play a lot of minutes. Like when Where did Booker get drafted? Like 11th? Let's look, uh, but look, look, I'm looking oh, at him 13. now. Uh, oh, no, that's amongst point guards. He's 16 overall. I thought that was amongst really? all players. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. This is ugly then. He's 39 overall. Yeah. Yeah. Big bust. Major bust. So this uh, was not the all bust team. This was the all scrub team. So there's been a little bit of a miscommunication here. That's okay. I would argue that a scrub and a bust are not dissimilar in this context, sir. Correct. They're similar, but very different. And I know that you know that as well. Yes, of course. But if you can't openly argue on it on a podcast, what's the point? Let's just let's let's get superheated here. <laughs> <laughs> let's throw my manscaped MS2, which I use with a code JA10 to get 10% off at you. <laughs> We'd be really good at product plugs. <laughs> For sure. Um, at, at small forward, we have James Butler. He has lost the name Jimmy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ollie, this is this is this is fucking getting ridiculous now. I have him on my list of studs since the last episode. He's averaging 21, 8, and 8 on the year. Okay. I'm rounding he up. Is... I'm rounding up. Well, a bit. <laughs> he's, he's actually but I'm not like rounding 16, up more than like 0.5. <laughs> okay. James Butler is the... Has a point. He has a point. No, he's the 67th best player. He missed so many games. Ollie, let's, let's not, not be fault. silly here. Yeah. Like, we got to base it off their production when they played. On a per-game per production, I bet he's been pretty high. No, Mason no, Plumley has been better overall than James Butler this year. <gasps> oh, shit. Mason Plumley's been a stud. Mason Plumdog. No, no, no. Plum you, dog have to con- you have to consider... Um, if they're not playing games, they're being a bust. For example, if we talk about Anthony Davis, I own him. I know what it's like bust central. I don't care I if oh, he's injured left and right. That's bust central, even if his per-game numbers would put him in the top 10. Her so now, toes, mate. now the difference between scrub and bust is like more apparent. A bust would be like, oh, he was a bad pick because he was injured. But a scrub, whether you're playing or not, you're a scrub either way. So this has to do with people that are playing. And Jimmy Butler is definitely not deserving to be on the all scrub team. Come on, are you serious? He's having a career high in points and assists. I'm sorry, uh, not, not, it, assists. not points. Uh, like, uh, I, I'm going to agree with both of you guys here. What a gentleman. You um, guys both have good points. Anthony <laughs> Davis is on my scrub team, bus team at the four. This is not a bus because he's hurt his no, toes. No, no, no. He, he should be the captain of the bus team. Okay. I, I, I genuinely feel that way. He was getting taken number one at worst number two in like serious leagues. I thought I got a bargain by getting him at three. three. Exactly. Uh, He's also someone you hate owning every day. That big red D to D on the screen. Oh, what's going to (laughs) happen today? Minutes minutes restriction. Is it AD? Oh, okay. Oh, you're coming out in the fourth quarter. Are you AD? Oh, okay. He's not even in the top 50. He's not even in the top 50, you know. No. Uh, so, so bust. I, Major bust. We're still in the East here. You said you had James Butler at small four. Who you got power for? Are we still in the East? Oh, I just yeah. did like an all. I can just we, got so can, heated and annoyed. Can we talk about Anthony Davis real quick? I he's, hate the guy. He's still, okay. 
even when he plays, he doesn't do shit. The only thing that makes up for his lack of production is, you know, two steals and two blocks or the occasional three steals, three blocks. It's just the defensive stats that's keeping yeah. his value up because mm-hmm. his points per game, 22.5. Storm and Norman has been averaging more than that in the last 30 days. Okay? Imagine being seven foot tall and being uber athletic and not averaging 25 points in the Lakers. <laughs> Embarrassing. So his rebounds per game, eight. How do you get eight? How, only eight. His career, he's been averaging 10, 10, 10, 12, 11, 12. Just now pick it eight. out the sky. No, so right, rest is just, just pick it out the sky. So I've been owning him now. These are the consistent lines that Anthony Davis gets. 21 points, six rebounds, two assists, a steal and a block. That's not what I traded Paul George and Christian Wood for. Yeah, Christian Wood's been injured, but Paul George has been light years ahead of Anthony Davis by himself. I'm just pissed. Like, fuck that. Worst trade ever made. I'm still in first place, but it's pretty... I'm, I looked at the numbers. It's lucky that I'm in first place. Mm. So I, I, I looked at my, uh, my standings per category. I only lead the league in one category, and that's blocks. Everything else, I'm in the middle. You know, so I'm really more of a third or fourth place team than I am first mm. place. So mm. fuck you, Anthony Davis. Mm. And we both know the blocks is being single-handedly... Propped up by Chrissy Voucher, baby. Chris Voucher and Miles Turner. And Miles Turner. I'll give you Miles Turner as well. Yeah. And oh. uh, rounding out my I-, I hate everything team is one of my players. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not done Anthony Davis. 71% free throw percentage. Fuck you. Okay, you can go now. Really? Is that low? Wow. seven like an 80% guy. I know. 84 last year, 0.6. He's taking six a game shooting 71 percent oh That's and bad. he's hitting 0.7 threes per game at 29 percent clip the dude fucking sucks i want nothing to do with him ever i hate him what would you trade Anthony Davis everything for? i'm saying is legit what would you trade him for right now anything practically okay shit 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 um <laughs> <laughs> i'll give you raul neto nicholas batum nicholas batum oh, one for one. we love we love nick batum I'll give you Evan Fournier and TJ Warren. Oh, send it. Send it. Oh, okay. Speaking yeah. of TJ Warren, Emmanuel, I know you're listening. Next time you're going to just drop someone, hit me up in the DMs, mate. Put him on the fucking, put just at least put him on Ollie's IR. Fuck. Like, come on. I would have given you some scrubs for that. You don't have to drop him for nothing. Yeah, that, that was a fucking amateur move right there to just drop his ass you could just keep him stash him on the ir now he's on my ir and yeah he still hasn't played a game yet but he's got to at some point he's heated up your ir mm. all right would your you take anthony center. davis in the fourth round next year that's a reach <laughs> yeah. maybe if right. sabonis isn't there <laughs> like we need to talk a bit more about anthony davis but we'll do it later i'm sorry Okay, and so all, did you break out, your scrub team into East and West? Doesn't seem like no. I got no. too annoyed. Okay, okay. I got too angry when making it, so especially with this guy. Through my East and West scrub team, please, please do. I don't so, want to. Once again, I, hard work. I need to say again, I didn't go off of like fantasy production. I went off of real life players that get a lot of minutes but just fucking suck. You know, but for some reason they play a lot of minutes relatively, um, and. And then a few in there that I just thought were, I have some funny stats about them. Um, all right. So my East reserves, we got Rui Hachimura, 
He's just fucking no. awful. He's like 32 Rui. minutes a game and he, does, I he hate does Rui. nothing. Rui's horrible. What do you? What Rui's such a nice young piece. I don't care. He's a good basketball player as well, but like no, no. Rui, like, mate, Rui is not a bad player. He is okay. Let me finish out my uh, my East scrub reserves. Seti Osman, he gets like thirty minutes a game. <laughs> He's so Seti bad. He's That's bad. a good one. We got Solomon Hill. Oh, one of the worst players in the league, and he still gets minutes. Solomon Hill still in the league. Yeah, and he plays. Who does Solomon Hill play? I actually for? didn't know that that he still plays. Yeah. Um, fourth reserve, we got Furkan Korkmaz. No, the fuck, man, and just he's awful. And he then won the Euroleague dunk contest. <laughs> and then rounding out my East reserves, uh, you guys probably won't know him, but I looked him up, and his his per thirty six numbers are hysterical. His name's Gary Clark. His per thirty six numbers. Or like he's a power forward and like five rebounds, five five points I'm per thirty six. Does he play for Denver? He plays for. You're thinking of Gary Harris. He plays for Denver. He plays for the Magic. I've, yeah, I don't know I... anyone on the Magic who isn't Vucevic and Cole Anthony. <laughs> yeah. Cole Anthony well, and the ghost of Aaron Gordon. Thirty six numbers are. I've never seen something so bad. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's a good that's a good question. Like, which NBA team do you think you would name the least players on? Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the Magic's up there for me. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard. Let's try right now. Let's try right now. Collectively, how many Magic players can we name? Uh, we've got three: Cole Anthony, Aaron Gordon, Vucci Main. Uh, so that's three. Then we Terrence got M Fournier. M Fournier. M Fournier still plays. Terrence Ross. Yeah. yeah Terrence Ross is we just mentioned. Okay. I only know these names from the Nets playing the Magic and watching that game. So okay. Mm, who else we got? Bruce Brown? He plays for, he the, plays Nets. for the Nets. Does he's he? The, he's their six foot three center. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. He's actually playing center for the Nets and he's six foot three. Wow. Um, so we named six players in the Magic. Ken Birch. Ken, yes, yes, that's seven. Yes, okay. Ken Birch Walker. Mo Bamba, that's eight. Oh, Movaba hasn't played basketball in like six years. Of that, that's, but he, he's technically on the roster, so that's okay. I think he got drafted like last year, so no. Oh, okay, I'm okay. Time flies. If that's the worst we can do, eight. Oh, that's pretty good. Impressed. Pretty good knowledge. I feel like uh, you know, Jazz might be a tough one, even though they're the best team in the West. Nah, Jazz, we could definitely do. Or let's try and get ten right now. Okay, okay, we have to do it quickly without. Okay, okay. Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell. Rudy Gobert, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, Jordan Clarkson, Joe, uh, Joe, Joe Ingles. We're up to six. Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal, good. Big Royce. Um, Derek Favors? Derek Favors still plays yeah. for the Jazz. No, he doesn't. He just plays for the Pelicans. Then he went back to the Jazz. Oh, okay. 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 Hmm. Is that eight? Yeah, we're at eight. Two more. Two more. Um... What do we got here? I feel like they have another white center. Mm. I don't know. Like not Aaron Baines, but someone who looks like Aaron Baines. Jacob no Hurdle? No, nah. he plays, plays for his Spurs, I think. Hmm. Uh, we got eight. Two more. This segment doesn't really work well in podcast format. A lot of silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got eight. We, we, yeah, I guess we can't waste more time on that. Okay, here's an even harder one. The Thunder. Mm, I, I SGA, Darius Baisley, 
Lou Lugan Stort, or whatever the fuck his name is. Steven Adams. Uh, Steven. No, no Steven Adams plays for the Pelicans now. Uh, George Hill. George okay. Hill still still plays. Yeah, he does. Um, who else do we got here? Yeah, I'm struggling. Uh, Bruce TJ Brown. Leaf. TJ Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. No, not Bruce Brown. TJ, okay. okay, let's move on. This is like this is hard. Yeah. Yeah, right, I think the Thunder real, are taking it. But Rasmus, using your uh, your guidelines that you were following for the All Scrub Team, mm-hmm. PJ Tucker plays 30 minutes a game flat. Yeah. He's on and, my West team and scores four points per game. Mm-hmm. Legend. That those were like my stats in high school, mm-hmm. except it was it was no minutes and no points. <laughs> so do you feel do you feel robbed that your high school basketball career didn't pan out as as hoped? Um, no, I never not stood really. a chance because of my knees. I, I mean, that's stood, what they all say. I mm-hmm. never stood a chance True. because of every asset of basketball. Not me. I was. I had a wet jumper. I had the hops. I had everything. Rest, rest, you had a wet jumper by the standards of like the neighbor. <laughs> to the neighbor. It's like when you, when you shoot around in the backyard and the neighbor comes over for a barbecue and then he's like, "Ooh, that's wet." Yeah, yeah it's that yeah. kind of wet jumper I had. Yeah. And then when you go to any YMCA, no one wants to play with you. Okay. 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 Thanks. Here's another. Here's another segment. What state could we go into the local YMCA and dominate the most teams at? One of the Dakotas, probably. Those farm boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably yeah. they probably never picked up a basketball in their life. Exactly. So whichever this, state has the highest con- concentration of white people, we're starting. No, there. Utah. Those Mormons are beasts, man. Hmm, really? You ever seen Mormons play basketball? Those guys are so good. I actually have not. Have you? Nah, dude. YouTube Mormons playing basketball. They are so good. Their handles are next level. Okay, I'm gonna see if this that is doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so Mormons. I know a lot about the Mormon basketball culture. When they go on their mission, they use basketball as a way to like connect. There's videos on YouTube of Mormons in like their full Mormon gear. So this is. So I just really legit what you're saying. The first thing that popped up is a video called Mormon Missionary Ballers. Yeah, mate. <laughs> okay, so it's not Utah. Okay. Um, should, we, should we move on uh, to one of the planned segments? Yes, but not before I... Team from the West. Not, not oh. before I destroyed DeAndre Ayton. I hate that man so much. Oh, dude. I'm so happy that you picked him because I would have picked him otherwise. Every game, this is his game. This is it. This is the breakout. And then I check next day, 14, 7, maybe a block on like 25 minutes. I'm like, oh, he was in foul trouble again. One personal foul. What happened to DeAndre Ayton? What happened? It's it's infuriating. He was going to play with Chris Paul. It's just catching lobs. His last game, 11 points, 10 rebounds, one block. How do you score 11 points playing with Chris Paul? I'm really disappointed. I'm really disappointed because he was one of the guys I was the highest on in the entire draft. So now I I feel like an idiot. I I remember. I remember sitting there. It was a a Friday night. I was sweating with nervousness. And I thought, Joel Embiid's going to fall to me. It's going to do it. It's going to happen. But then I was like, oh, if Nils takes him... I've got DeAndre Ayton. I'm I'm happy. I'm on cloud nine. And then, oh, 
DeAndre, oh, not a bad consolation prize. And then now I have to deal with this shit every day. Every <gasps> bloody day I wake up, check the fucking stat lines. Oh, 14 points. Oh, we've got eight rebounds today. DeAndre, what, what is going on, man? <sighs> See, what Seriously. I, what I hate the most about it is I was so confident in him. I was so confident. Now, going forward, I can never feel good about any prediction. I can never be actually confident in something because it's all, yeah. All your trust is gone. My trust is gone. My man. trust in humans is gone. Trust issues, man. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton caused my trust issues. That's let the me, subtitle of this Let podcast. me smash out my West scrub team so we can move on. Okay. Okay. There's some, fun, there's some funny ones in here. Uh, first, we got Ricky Rubio. He just sucks. At shooting guard, we got Wes Matthews. This is funny. And now I want to tell you what his style looks like. He's he's a, a poor man's Leandro Ball. Okay, last four games, 16 minutes, zero points, one rebound, two assists. Game before that, 23 minutes, zero points, one rebound, zero assists. Game before that, 13 minutes, zero points, one rebound, zero assists. Game before that, nine minutes, zero points, uh, zero rebounds, one assist. Four straight games, he hasn't scored a point. Oh He's played 16, 23, 13, nine minutes. That's genuinely impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was definitely deserving. Small four, we got Robert Covington, power forward, Demarcus Cousins, center, Hassan Whiteside on the bench. Uh, once again, not like friends of all the guys, but like Justice Winslow, he plays so many minutes always, and he's just an awful player. Didn't he only start playing again like two weeks ago? I don't know, but what I just said is, I believe that that to be true. So that's, that's good. Enough. Okay. That's all the matters. <laughs> Marcus all. Um, Bro, the disrespect to a bloke who's like 50 years old. He's so bad. He, he puts up two rebounds and two points while playing 20 minutes every game. Just chill. Okay, the next one, the next one is actually funny. So this next guy, how can I describe this? It's like the real life equivalent of, of taking a high school basketball player who belo- deserves to be nowhere near a NBA basketball court, but he's just like thrown onto an NBA basketball court. Somehow he like got his way past security. He made it onto the bench, put on a uniform, and he started playing, and he's like getting minutes. That's how bad he is. So you guys probably don't, haven't heard of him because you can't. Ooh. So I'll, I'll explain why. His name's Alexei Pokusevsky. Brov. The Peridactyl. From the Pistons? No, he plays for the Thunder. He's got really skinny arms. Yes, but on solid volume, his field goal percentage on the year is 24%. Every game is like a 1 for 7, 2 for 10, 3 for 14. This guy belongs nowhere near a professional basketball court. You can't teach being 7'2", 160 pounds. <laughs> I, gotta, I, I, don't, I know nothing about him. How much does this dude weigh? Alexi Pope. Yo, I, I've never heard of this guy. Like, legit yeah. never heard of him. I'm looking, seeing if this is real or not, what you're saying. Yo, I can't fuck? even spell his name. Yo, he looks like, he looks, yeah, it rests his right. He looks creepy. Yeah. Um. Just look at his numbers. It's comical. Okay, last two bench players with Josh Okoge and then PJ Tucker. There's my all real-life scrub team. Josh Okoge is one of those ones. 
you, you feel like he's 19, but he's actually been in the league like forever and he's still terrible. <laughs> yeah. But like people keep believing in him, so they keep giving him a chance to play the minutes. Who believes in Josh Akogi? I don't think his mom believes in him. <laughs> he's like Anthony Bennett, but they continue to give him minutes. <laughs> and we're destroying these blokes who have been literally the best player on every team they've played in <laughs> for like 98% of their life. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> This Alexi Puga dude, he's 19. He's born in 2001. Holy shit. So let's just give him some slack, maybe. I just wanted to point out his 24 field goal percentage. Because okay. he's he's relatively not played much. But, you know, I went to the player raider to see who scores the most negative points in field goal percentage. And he was way up there while having Dope. taken not very many shots. Dope. So it's like a medium amount of volume, but... So bad that is one of the worst players in field goal percentage. Epic. Yeah, it was pretty sick. He looks like the kind of guy I wouldn't want to high five. <laughs> <laughs> he's the kind of guy that, like, the, he's clearly a socially awkward person. There's no way he's well spoken. He's a weird energy. Yeah. 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 Weird energy guy. Like a death, heavy metal, weird dude that's emotional. Or okay, he loves my little on. Where is this going? nowhere can we please do a segment next time of all weird energy team yes <laughs> Kyrie Irving point guard no. it's like like think about it, like going to dinner with these guys like I think going to dinner with Bismarck Beyond would be so much fun mm-hmm. but so. like but going to dig with Pogoshevsky the dude probably like knock your water over he okay. seems like one of those guys not much spatial awareness mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. Who's yeah. another guy you'd put on the weird energy team? I'm really trying to figure out how to like judge these people. Um, weird energy team. To be honest, Jared Allen's got weird energy. I see it. I see it. But he's a nice guy. Really nice guy. Do we he's know nice that guy. for a fact? Uh, yeah, I've yes. Being a Nets fan, we've seen enough videos of him. His press conferences. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a super nice guy. Check Michael out his Fultz, Weird energy. I could see it. I could see it. I, I think I need a better understanding of how we're under of how we're defining weird energy. Like just it's open to interpretation. I'm yeah, sure. imagine being near Markel Fultz. Would you feel comfortable? Probably. I don't think I would. <laughs> like I would feel super comfortable around DeAndre Jordan. So mm-hmm. can I can I add Davis Bertans to my weird 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 energy team? See, I could yes. see him having weird energy. Yeah, I could see that too. Mm-hmm. Yep, completely. So is this weird energy or just guys who look weird? <laughs> nah, not necessarily. Because like, um, who's who's a weird looking guy who probably hasn't got weird energy? Like Fred Van Vliet is a weird looking dude, but he doesn't have weird energy at all. <laughs> he, oh man, he looks weird. He's a weird looking guy. He yeah. sort of looks like a, he looks like, because um, I'm Lebanese, I sort of know the Lebanese look. He looks like, um, a Lebanese guy who runs a dodgy mattress store that's actually like a money laundering place. Mm, I see. He's got that sort of look to him, but he seems like a really good dude. And I'm sure going to dinner, Fred Van Vliet would be like, oh, you know what, guys, I'm just having a burger. And he's probably a good tipper. Definitely. Pokashevsky would probably be like the kind of guy who goes to the bathroom when the bill comes and stays in there for like 20 minutes. And then yeah. he'd like sneak out as you're leaving, be like, mate, have you got the money? And he'd pretend not to speak English. 
I've clearly thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> I have my last weird energy guy. Okay. Jakob Pertl. Jakob Pertl. all white guys. Because yeah. those are the ones that do like the mass shootings and stuff like that. It's those kind of guys. That's <laughs> the weird energy. <laughs> yeah, the Which guys, is the old Columbine team. They might do a mass shooting. <laughs> Jakob Pertl. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. I'll give you because Sabonis is like the the grown up version of Yakupertal. Like Sabonis has learned to channel his weird energy. So like he mm-hmm. doesn't talk about his love of Magic the Gathering, <laughs> at like a group dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, if Pokujevsky guy is weird, weird energy, then so is Kristas Porzingis. No, Porzingis no, not is really. the not, he's no. the foreign guy who was always into American culture. I'm so. totally misunderstanding. <laughs> Just because they're both tall and skinny doesn't mean they both have weird energy. I'm, I'm trying my best here. Okay. Yeah. PJ Tucker, weird energy. Okay. See, I didn't see that one coming. See, he's the kind of guy who was well into like computer science at school, but got a little bit too into it. So now he's into like hacking. Can I try a one final weird energy? Okay. Yeah. Danny Green, how's his energy? Weird energy. Weird. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm starting to get it now. <laughs> Danny Green's definite weird energy. <laughs> I'm starting to get this now. Okay. Kind of guy who knows how to tie too many different types of knots. <laughs> he has really peculiar hobbies. Yeah, like, why do you know so many different kinds of knots, Danny Green? <laughs> okay. Mm. Rajan Ronda also has a weird energy. Okay, let's move on. Next segment. Um, studs since the last episode, so like the last month, month and a half. Okay, I got a few guys on here. Okay, well, we start. Jared Allen has been talked about. He's just Beast. smashing it. He's doing like twenty and fifteen. It seems every night. His average is like twelve points, twelve rebounds, two blocks, great percentages. Um, okay. Fuck. Yeah, perfect situation for him as well. Yeah. Since Drummond and, and Ollie, full. you drafted him. That must feel amazing to have him. Yeah, um, you know, if you get a guy like Jared Allen with your fifth pick at center, you, you're just laughing, mate. <laughs> and you definitely don't trade him after one game. Nope. That would be really <laughs> dumb. And you definitely don't trade him for a guy who's perennially injured. Uh, and you dropped after about four games. Ollie, can I ask you a question? Why did you do those things then? I'm confused. You're doing, you did the things you're saying not to do. What's going on here? We've already discussed why I traded Jared Allen for Gallinari. I don't feel like I need to go through that again. Okay, it's because I'd... it's because they put uh, what Jeff Green in at the five in the last four minutes of the game. So you thought he wasn't going to get many minutes. It was something like that. <laughs> they played KD at the five. Yeah, yeah. And Jared Allen only got 18 minutes. You thought he was going to be pushed out of the rotation. No, I just thought he'd get 18 minutes a night and average like eight and six. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as, so as a lifelong Nets fan, I'm extremely happy for Jared Allen. Yeah, there's happy no saltiness at all. Which no salt, no saltiness other at players all. There could be. We, we knew he was dominant. Like he's a dominant force. He just needed a bit more opportunity, some more minutes, and to not be like the fifth option. And um, if we could look at his numbers in the, since he got traded, I don't know what they are, but I know they're damn good. And he's getting like 30 minutes a game with the Cavs. So I'm really happy for him. He's going to get better over the coming years. He could make an all-star game mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go that far. He could. 
I, I if I had to put my money on it, I would say he won't. He's but like saying, twenty-two look, years look. old. He's averaging fifteen and ten for exactly. the Cavs. Like, on sixty-seven percent from the field, he's Rudy Gobert light. Just give him give him a chance to like evolve. Ollie, he's twenty-two years old. We need some perspective here. Imagine him. That's at, that's true. At twenty-eight, so he could still put on twenty pounds of muscle. He's been putting on muscle every year. And, he's uh, just gonna keep getting taller every year because that afro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Ollie liked that one. True. <laughs> Oh my goodness. He's been so good though, especially uh Patrick, I know you're listening. Can you please trade Andre Drummond to me now? We talked about this three weeks ago and you were like, I'm just gonna wait it out. Let me know how that waiting it out has, has gone for you. <laughs> How's that working? Is it even on the IR? Can you put him on the IR? No, you can't oh, put him on the IR. Brutal. That's brutal. I think and Patrick nor, might have given up at this point. No place. He's not in tenth place. Oh, I thought he was really. No, let's let's not talk about this. Let's move on from this topic. Okay, moving on. Okay, studs since last. Let's talk about Norman Powell. He's been I can't like, be- he's, I can't he's not just this. been like oh good resurgence. He's been, Patrick is in ninth. Like, Patrick is in ninth. He's in ninth. Sorry, not tenth. Norman Powell's putting up like twenty five points per game in the last month or something crazy like that. So hey, he. Uh, Last 30 days, PR, he's t- he's been the 12th best player in the league in the last 30 days. The amount that we shat on him in the beginning. He was, li- he was literally the worst player in the league. I think everyone has owned month. him, so we can all feel bad that we're not, you know, getting his production now. But you drafted him, Ollie, didn't you? You did. I drafted him, and I dropped him after, I think, like, six or seven games because he was just colossally bad. The guy was shooting 20%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he's been on my team this whole time, these last 30 days. Really? Oh yeah. I just love punching myself in the face. Mm-hmm. Um Lamello Ball has been beast in it. Yes. I, yes. I, I love it. I love it. I'm no, I'm really I, I don't happy. Think for anyone the guy. saw this happening this year. <laughs> last he's week he's averaged 24, 6, 8, and two steals. Oh, and what's his field goal percentage in the year? Uh, probably like thirteen or something. But who cares? No, no, it's actually not that bad. It's in the forties. Okay. Yeah. My, as long as it's in the forties, then I'm happy. My question so is, how much better? It's is forty-five. Lam- Yo, it's forty-five. Exactly, dude. Yes. So my question is, how much better is Lamelo than Lonzo now? How much better? Lonzo hasn't been bad this year. I've owned him the whole year. I fuck him. He sucks. I hate him. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I'll say that, no, he hasn't been. He's turned it up more recently, but every number is down this year okay. from last year. I was expecting a big jump with no Drew Holiday. Um, so. is he better than Lonzo now? Maybe. Uh, okay. Uh, my take is he's light years ahead of Lonzo right now. Okay. Let me just give you Lonzo's numbers. This year to last year. So his, oh, well, okay. Maybe I shouldn't bring it up because I'd be wrong in a few categories. But his <laughs> assists have gone from seven to five. I was expecting it to go from seven to eight or nine, being the point guard, like the ball handler. He's averaging five assists per game. Like these, random, up with that. Like these random shooting guards do that. So that's disappointing. But he hits has a been. fuck ton of threes, which I love. 
Pelicans, weird team. Definitely. Weird team to watch, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Not very fun to watch either. I thought they would be. Mm. Zion is fun to watch. But he gets he, a lot of layups. It's kind of strange that it's not a bunch of high-flying dunks. It's a bunch of bunch of layups. Yeah. They're fun to watch when it's not like, oh, we're down 10. Give the ball to Zion and watch him get stripped in the post again. <laughs> like, it's not, that's not that fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Anderson has been a top 50 player in the past month. Whoa. Kyle he Anderson. He has. What? He's he been has. better than Kawhi. <laughs> and Kyrie Irving in the last month. Um, okay. Now, Thad, not your dad. Three positions, young. What a legend. What, what like last 30 games or last 30 days? What does Nomis look like? Okay, so loss, I, I, I'm pulling up last seven. We got 15, five and a half, three and a half, three steals, one and a half blocks. You oh, get so many steals. At three, eligible for three positions. So you can always slot him in your lineup somewhere. Yeah. Is he shooting guard eligible? Or center? Forward, power forward center. Center. Mm-hmm. Okay. For a guy who was on IR until not IR, sorry, he was on waivers. Aaron had him for one game, dropped him, and then he was on waivers until February. For a guy who didn't get picked up until like 25 games in, oh, yeah, what a player. Thad, we love you. Mm-hmm. Trade Wendell Carter. Mm-hmm. Thad's team now. That's team. I have my next stud since the last episode. I, I haven't brought talking. anyone up yet. I haven't brought anyone up yet. You want to go then? Yes, I want to go. All right. And I'll be honest, is just to be able to talk about a certain player. And it's not Chris Boucher. Chris Chris Boucher. Boucher. But I do own him on our team, so it's not just a homer thing. But since James Harden was trained to the Nets, I think he's he's almost averaging a triple-double. I might have to look this up. But he's, I think he's uh, been far away the number one fantasy player since joining the Nets. Uh, no, no. It's still been Nikola Jokic. Nikola ah. Jokic is, is far ahead of anyone else Shit, on the okay. year. Well, he's number two? Uh, he's number three in the last 30 days. Okay. So since joining the Nets, I'm not sure, but he's okay. His rebounds are a little bit shy of a triple double, but 26 points, 11 assists, nine rebounds. He had a 30, 14, 15 game. Yeah. 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 And what's his field goal percentage on the year? Or sorry, with the Nets. With the Nets, 49.7. So let's round up to 50. 3.3 threes per game on 42%. So we watch every Nets game now. Watching James Harden play is just one of it's a hobby. It's a hobby. Watching James Harden play is a hobby. It's it's inc- honestly incredible. It's a delight. And I'm honored I, to be allowed to do that. I, I don't mean to make this into the talk about the Nets show, but we're going all the way. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, it's a bust. It, it this is true championship or bust mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. Are you are you genuinely worried about? A, Joel Embiid. No. And B, on the the off chance you beat the Sixers, are you worried about the Lakers in the finals? Okay. The the team that I'm the most worried about, I would say, is the 76ers. More worried than the Lakers. Okay. uh, More than the Clippers. Maybe it's because we beat the Clippers twice. We beat the Lakers. We beat the Jazz. And we've lost to the Sixers twice. We, Uh, We also beat the Sixers this year. 
No, we haven't beat them. We're yes, only two. We have. Yes, we have. Okay, then we're one and two against them. Okay, we. You're right. You're right. I think we have beat them, but um, I'm a little worried about them. But I would be shocked if we don't beat them in a seven game series. I would be shocked. If, since 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 okay, real quick. Since acquiring James Harden, Nets are seventeen and six. Seventeen and six, and ten of those games, or maybe eleven or twelve, is without Kevin fucking Durant. Fuck. Uh, like, and a few uh, without Kyrie Irving as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's special what we got. But going. all of them with James Harden because he doesn't get injured. He does not get injured. Like, uh, I I'm you know all humanity sides out, out of this. I'm praying Joel Embiid gets hurt come playoff time. That would make me feel a lot more easy. But if I he could might, see he might drop fifty every game. Oh, if if. The Sixers played every game of the year against the Nets. He would probably average 45 and 20. Mm, I know. They're going to make a game plan against Joel Embiid because without Joel Embiid... They're going to put Bruce Brown on him at center. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. No, but without Joel Embiid, who's, who's scoring the ball for them? That, that, I mean, that's been the problem in the past. That like, I mean, there was the one season with Jimmy Butler. We'll just get him to foul out. Is our You're strategy. not going to get... You know, Ben Simmons isn't isn't the guy who's going to take the ball up in the last two minutes and be like, I'm getting this. Mm-hmm. Tobias Harris, as much as he wants to be that guy, isn't that guy. No, nope. no, nope. he's a role player. And Good one. Yeah, and that's the thing. Without Joel Embiid, it's tough. It's tough. Like, the Nets would be heavily favoured in a series. I would honestly worry about the Nets going against the Lakers just because who's going to guard... Anthony Davis. Um, listen, Nets, listen, we, we, we got Bruce Brown. <laughs> no, listen, we got time. Nets are making moves. Uh, it looks like Blake Griffin is coming to the Nets. I'm not saying he's solving any of those problems. That's not what I'm saying. It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but it's no, cool. Done, done. He's going to regard AD. No. Um, but they're going to make some other moves. And maybe Andre Drummond. I know you like to talk about his footwork and how slow he is. So he's, he's not as good as we think he is. I don't want to hear it. He's One of the worst rebounds. teams he's in grab- the league. He's grabbing, he's grabbing rebounds over Joel Embiid. He's grabbing rebounds over Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis doesn't even rebound anymore. Um, I see us as the number one favorites in the entire league. I'm not saying it's a surefire championship. I think you are the favorites. It, def- it, it definitely is not surefire. We could get taken down, but if I had to put my money on a team, it would be the Nets. Yeah, I mean, you're going to score 120 a game. Mm-hmm. 121 averaging every game even in the playoffs when it slows down mm-hmm. my my only concern is especially against the lakers because they have two big guys who can score like is kevin durant gonna have to do all of that work on the defensive end as well as contribute highly on the offensive side of the floor. We're just going to outscore He, he doesn't even need to contribute on the offensive side of the ball. That's the thing. He hasn't played the last 12 games. We're still scoring 125 a game without him. Okay, okay. But we have to consider James Harden's not the best playoff record in the world. Okay, uh, it's a new chapter right he's, now. He's a new you man. Know, he's in a whole different universe right now. Okay. That, that's if my he's take. In, that's if he's in a whole take. different universe, that's fine. <laughs> I might watch that. Uh, what was it? Game five against San Antonio, two for eleven with ten turnovers. 
I do not recall. So no, that was a that great game. Made up. So, um, still the favorites though. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. It's See, so here's fun. the thing. You know, we won ten out of eleven with no Kevin Durant. The you the, know you, you know I think the Nets should actually go after who please who would be a legit like okay plug him in for 18 20 minutes at the five energy guy mm-hmm. javal mcgee yeah oh, I, I, I like that a lot as well i like that a lot as well doesn't have to do anything just jump up in the air block some shots energy guy get a few dunks yeah that's all you need you don't want an andre drummond mm-hmm. uh I'm definitely on board with that, 100%. There were rumors about JaVale McGee a f- like a month ago, but they've gone away. But I want them back. I think JaVale McGee is a fantastic fit. He also has championship experience. I think, like, exactly. you know, as, as cheesy as that sounds, you know, you want to bring in veterans with championship experience. That's totally a real thing. Like, yeah. these are human beings. There's locker room presences. That's totally a real thing to consider, you know. And that's why I want Blake Griffin on the team, you know. He has championship experience. He has second round experience. <laughs> yeah, but no, but just he has playoff experience. He has experience being a good player. And uh, I just want him on the that team. I th- better than, you know, um, what's his name? Reggie Perry or something. Send him back to the G League. <laughs> yeah, please. I, I got to say, if, if the Nets get Blake Griffin, a all-time fantasy stat lines lineup of Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? That could be an all-NBA first team in their primes, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. They, um, that team would win 76 games in their prime. Oh, yeah. All right, where I, were... uh, may I cover my last few studs? In, yeah, sure. Recently, So this is a guy that we shat on so much last time. And I don't know how he's turning around the way he has. I don't even know if you're aware of what he's been doing. Draymond Green. Do you know what he's been doing? Turn, okay, turned it around is is no. a big is no. a big. No, it's not. No, no, it's not. Okay. Um, let me hop into my game log here. So in uh, in March, he averaged ten point six assists per game in like eighteen games or something like that. Okay, give us the rest. He had well. Hold on, that's the that's the main part. The assist. Yeah, I don't really care. He had a eleven point nineteen assist, twelve rebound, triple double. This was his assist. He's still five averaging days in a row. six points a game. 15, 15, 10, 11, 11. He's, He's averaging still averaging six far points a, a game. Assists. Look, the only thing I'm looking at is assists. Bro, that's crazy. <laughs> He's averaging five point seven points per game in thirty minutes a game. I never said his po- his scoring totals were impressive. Is he still averaging 20, 25% from the field? <laughs> uh, 35, I think. We're Whoa! <laughs> like a discount Russell Westbrook. Come on, you, you got to put some respect on that. 19 assists, 10.6 per game. Over I'll give him 19 assists. Hmm. Mikael Bridges has, has yeah. been the 39th best player in the past month, just behind Luka. See, wow. Luca's overrated like crazy. Yeah, but I have Some a guy last called... player that I want to mention. He's on my team. <clears throat> so I get like a little a little W for the first time. 
It's nothing crazy, but uh, but Enos Cantor was a pickup, and he's averaging twelve and twelve with. He's been good. He's yeah. been good without without Nuck. So hey, hey Rasmus, if this were like a league where you get a win or a W or a win or a loss every week, what would your team's record be right now? How many weeks have there been? Let's say there's been twelve. Oh, and twelve. <laughs> say that with pure confidence and not trying to hide anything. We, we knew you had a fuck. we knew you had a close matchup. You were winning for most of the week. Mm-hmm. I've had some five four losses with Rasmus or with me because we also had a close matchup. Uh, nah, you were always like comfortably ahead of me. I think I, I won six three in the end, but uh, I thought I was gonna lose like five four, but I pulled through in the last day. I uh, I beat Rasmus five four with a great couple of last day pickups. I think Raul Neto came through for me. Well, oh, from the Jazz. There's a Jazz player we couldn't remember. Ah, okay, Raul Neto. All right, we got two more segments. We got looking at bold predictions that we made early in the year, and then who's packing. Uh, okay, okay. let's move on to the bold predictions. That's what I'm the most excited for here. Because mm-hmm. this is going to be more structured. I have notes. We can actually talk about things and look at real shit. Yeah. Uh, rather than look at people's energy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with... <laughs> Oh, I kind of want to talk weird energy for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I, have, I have my five in front of me. Mm-hmm. Let's take turns, go one, 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 all the way around until we've talked Got about it. our 15 ones. So my first one was most teams, so 16 or more, will have at least one game postponed and not rescheduled. Um, and that is not correct, but it, is not, it was not completely off. Again, I don't know. I mean, I, I think a lot of teams have shit maybe it is right maybe i am right i think you are right that i might but, actually be right i kind of not rescheduled they just cancel them yeah i mean that's the thing are they going to be rescheduling games probably not i don't think there's time to reschedule games the nets have not had many games canceled due to COVID. i don't think they've had a single one canceled yeah so you're definitely not right so far washington yeah, had like five though mm-hmm. so um I might be right on this. Now I kind of want to look into it. Do you, will they be getting rescheduled? You think, I don't think there's room for it in the schedule for the, I know they only released half the schedule because they Mm -hmm. said they were going to catch up some games. Mm -hmm. And I know that a couple of games have been rescheduled already, but I feel like the majority of them haven't. So I know for a fact, there's been a, there's listen, nets have not had any, games canceled but i think we're actually one of the few teams that have had no canceled games mm-hmm. so i think this is a w for me on this prediction I, I think you're right i don't mind giving it to you even though i don't think it's right but that's okay I like thought. the warriors have played 37 games the spurs have played 32 mm-hmm. yeah i mean like so yeah i mean see here's the thing there are a few teams that have missed a lot of games like uh wizards I think Rockets, uh, Grizzlies. Like Grizzlies is another big one. And anytime any of the teams they were playing, those games got canceled. So if there's just a few teams that had a lot of games canceled, any of their opponents also had that game canceled. So yeah. I feel quite confident that my bull prediction is correct. All right. I got my first bull prediction. Woohoo! I, this is a bold prediction, and I basically nailed it fucking exactly okay okay zion williamson will average at least 25 8 
55% from the field and be a top 20 player if you exclude free throw percentage. Okay, so tell us what happened. So he's at 25.6 points per game. The one part where this isn't the case is rebounds. He's at 7.2, I think. His field percentage is 61 on massive volume. Mm-hmm. And I said top 20 player if you exclude free throw percentage. For sure. I think he's around 20 if you include free throw percentage. Yeah. Nice. He's been, so Zion, he's been incredible this year. He's been yeah. incredible. So I, that's a, I nailed that one. Yo, we are some damn good fantasy basketball podcast hosts. Two mm-hmm. for two on bold predictions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's going to continue like this. They're all, we got them all right. They're all going to be correct. every single one. <laughs> it's not because we're starting with the ones we got, right? No, we just happen no. to be. I, I genuinely started with the one I had first. But. Me too. So it actually does just happen to be. All right. All of you are first. So my first one was Warriors miss the play-in. That's they right are, on the brink. They are currently sitting at ninth in the West. Mm-hmm. Steph single-handedly dragging that team to mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. Andrew Wiggins has had a bit of a regression lately. And is, I was a big Andrew Wiggins guy. Is Steph Curry going to be on the Warriors? Two to three years from now, there's no. Point. Oh yeah, he's a lifer. So he's just gonna yeah. ride out the rest of his career on a 500 team. Nah, next year Clay comes back. James Wiseman gets that second year energy. Mm. Draymond averages four, two, and six. <laughs> like, four, two, and twelve. <laughs> yeah, probably four, two, and twelve. But yeah, they're they're right on the bubble of missing the play in. Yeah. Uh, then again, be, you could be right in the end because we're only halfway. Actually, we're a third of the way through the year. Shit. Thunder are, you know, they've got the Thunder and the Pelicans are three games back from them. The Pelicans are better than Warriors, Thunder or not. Yeah, I think they'll I think they'll be the ninth or tenth seed mm. in the end. But that'll be a fun playing. So does that mean they would play the Mavericks? Is that how it works? Yeah, I mean, uh, the tenth team would play the seventh team. But I don't so think it works for that. I think it's like the tenth team plays the ninth team, and then whoever wins from that, they play the eighth team. Oh, is that what it is? I thought it was I think top so. six for sure make it into the playoffs, and then slots seven through ten do a mini playoff to make it into the playoffs. Okay, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. That's what I thought too, but I, I also don't know because last. Last year, it was eighth versus ninth, and ninth had to win twice, but eighth only had to win once. Um, I'm lost. I'm looking right here real quick. Can I give my next bowl prediction in the meantime? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, yeah it okay. would take me too long. Uh, Nikola Jokic will average a triple-double. He's not quite going to do it. But that's a pretty good prediction. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. He's averaging, I think, 27, almost 28 points per game, 11 rebounds, and nine assists. Insanity. Silly. Silly. So while you bring up that one, I'll say what mine was. It was that Nikola Jokic and Russell Westbrook will each average a triple-double. And Russell Westbrook, even though he's a scrub, uh, is almost doing that. 29.5 and 9.5. 9.7, 9.8, just so you know. So, so our, yeah, so uh, that one's kind of on hold. It's not way off. It's close. We'll see how the rest of the year plays out. Mine was Carl Anthony Towns requests a trade. 
Current, it has, hasn't happened, but currently last in the West <laughs> sit the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's very cold in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Not the best franchise mm-hmm. in the world. Um, mm-hmm. They've made the playoffs once in 20 years or something. No way. Oof. They're not good. It's crazy how to make the playoffs. You just need to be top eight out of fifteen. Yeah, yeah. and they're and they're not. They're fifteenth. Mm. Worst record in the league right now. Um, are you excited to get up in the morning and play with Anthony Edwards? No. Are He's you excited been- to watch <laughs> D'Angelo Russell shoot thirty times a game? I was just about to ask, why has D'Angelo Russell literally been invisible this year? I mean, literally. Literally, you literally cannot see him <laughs> when he's on the court. It's just a b- dribbling ball. I just no, but hasn't he been invisible? I haven't heard his name once. Cat hurt That's his how wrist. irrelevant the Timberwolves are, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cat got COVID. It's not looking good for Carl Anthony Towns in Minnesota. No, I feel like Josh Okogi has gotten more press than D'Angelo Russell this year. Maybe Josh Okogi is a better player at this point. Nas oh, as well. Nas Reed, can we, can we just give a shout out to Nas Reed, fantasy legend? I've owned him a few times, like three times, I think. The fantasy basketball whore. Nas Reed's up there. He's passing around from team to team. Yeah. But like yeah, Cat, Cat's going to request a trade soon. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so that's, that's like in that one's on hold. It's definitely not wrong. That could definitely happen. That's just, that's just ama- like all credit to Cat for not having requested it yet. That's amazing that he's been able to do that. Yeah. So my next one that I have here was John Morant will average 24 points and 10 assists. So that one is not, that one's definitely wrong, but there's a bit of an explanation for, I mean, in his last two games, he scored 35 and 35. He's okay. Okay. Let's go see. Yeah. But his first two games of the year, he scored 44 and 28. And then against the Nets in the third game of the year, he got a serious ankle injury. And then he was out for, let me see. He was out for uh, an entire, let's say 10 games, about 10 games. And then since he came back, he just hasn't been the guy I think he was before. Like he, he so since he came back, he's been averaging. So on the year, he's at 19.8 points per game. So 20 points per game, not the 24 that I projected and 7.7 assists. I think the ankle injury has made him like not as aggressive. I 100% think that, you know, that's the thing you could easily tweak again. Um, so I was wrong, but I don't think it was completely idiotic. Bold prediction. I do think the rest of the year he could do that. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's starting to get back into the groove and more comfortable with his ankle. Thoughts? Yeah, like he's had a, I don't want to say a down year. He's still been good, but like less press this year, I think. Yeah, injury so I, was a big part. Of I it. could share his numbers real quick. So 19.8 points per game, 7.7 assists, 3.3 rebounds, 45% from the field, 80% from the line, only playing 30.8 minutes per game. See, what I was hoping for is he was going to play like 36, 37 this year, like one of the highest played players because he's young on a bad team. But he's only so playing- fun to watch. So fun to watch. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm still a. I would still draft John Morant next year, even though he's been a bit of a bust in that regard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm curious who leads the league in minutes. 
I was looking at that before. James Harden does. James Harden does. Yeah, boy. That's 37.8 minutes per game. He needs to lead the league in minutes. He's carrying a bit of frumpus. What does that mean? (laughs) Mate, that first game, was it the Magic you played? Yeah, first game against the Magic. James Harden looked like the cleaner. He looked like he just walked off the street and shoved on a jersey. Chunky boy. (laughs) All right, Rass, is your next bull prediction? Um, Not proud of this one. Um, Way off. Uh, Lamella Ball will have a field goal percentage of under 30%. Not (laughs) close to being true I think it's fair. I think it's fair based on what we knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought he was one of those guys that – uh, or not, I'm not saying he was, but he could have been one of those guys that just deserved to be nowhere near an NBA basketball court, kind of like Alexei Pogoslevi, that guy. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. I, we didn't know. Didn't so that was wrong. Good for Lamelo. I like it when players are good, man. It's, oh, yeah. it's more fun that way. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my other one was Trey Young requests a trade, mm-hmm. which also I feel like is coming closer to happening. Bad record. John Collins might be getting traded. They fired the coach. But it's not a bad team. That's just he's not good. He doesn't help winning. Yeah, but I, I feel like he's got an ego on him. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. For sure. All-star last year. Didn't make the all-star team this year. Yeah. yeah the wheels are going to be turning. Trey Young requests a trade. I can see it happening. Christian, who's your next one? Or what's your next bold prediction? Um, first, I want to say real th- quick on Trey Young. I feel like he's still too young of a player to uh, generally players his age won't request trades this early on in a career. So yeah. I think three years from now, then it would be time to start saying, oh, get me out of here. But he's like, what, 22 years old? Yeah, that would be such a bad look. Yeah, it, I just don't see I don't see it happening personally. Like, hey, I'm 22 him. and I want to be moved to a better team. So even I, though... I think it happens when you get your gigantic payday and then you're getting paid a lot of money playing meaningless games. But I think he still I think he still needs that $150 million contract so he could play on a bad team, put up crazy numbers. I still think he's concerned about getting paid. Yeah, I mean, he can get that this offseason because this will be his third year in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure how many years the rookie deal is. But, uh, like, if we're tar- talking about, like, a hierarchy of needs, money definitely comes first and then winning. So, I think once he's secured the bag, then he'll start that kind of conversation. And I think now Thoughts as on well. That. on that. Right no, no, I'm with you, especially now because the league is not just basketball anymore. It's basketball and social media and hearing from 50,000 people after every game mm-hmm. directly. Like, ah, oh, you lose, you're a bust, you play for a bum franchise. Like, that's why players are moving so frequently now. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, the window gets shorter and shorter for people. People were talking about Trey Young requesting a trade last year because Atlanta was so bad. As a sophomore. This... Exactly. Crazy. And, and, like, they haven't got any better this year. They made a bunch of moves. The team looks worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you're right. I don't think it will happen this year, but I think the seeds are still there. Hmm. Yeah. I would love to see the Nets trade for John Collins. Not to always talk about the Nets, but there's been a trade, trade for John Collins. Uh, a second round pick and some cash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, is my point. 
<laughs> oh, Nick Claxton. We'll give you Nick Claxton. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not willing to give up Nick Claxton. Oh, Bruce Brown? <laughs> Definitely, Definitely not. Bruce Brown. Okay. Bruce Brown and Nick Claxton and a 2027 second. Uh, top 55 so- protected. <laughs> yeah, top 55. <laughs> just so people are aware, Nets have a really good Nets have really good role players. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's overlooked a lot. It's not just the big three. Joe Harris is the best role player in the league. Yes, I just said that. The best role player in the league. What does role player exactly mean? I'm not really sure, but he's it's the best. A bit over- he knows his role and he- okay. Joe Harris needs his own 20 minute segment where we just talk about the ridiculous historical shooting percentages he puts up. He's first in the league in every shooting metric you can find except free throw percentage. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, like not free throws, like in-game stuff, in-game stuff. So we'll say we won't talk about that, but just so people are aware. Okay. Moving on to my third one. 56% from the field. For and a guy he, that shoots so many three-pointers. What's his three-point percentage on the year? Like 52 or 53. It's on a, massive volume. He takes like seven a game. No, 50, so 50, watching, watching him play, what we want as Nets fans is every possession is just a Joe Harris three-point shot because mm-hmm. it goes in every time it feels like. It's crazy. Okay, okay, okay. Hypothetical okay. situation. You make the finals. Uh-huh. Joe Harris averages 50 a game. Fifth, okay. You lose in seven to the Lakers. Okay. Would you be happy? No, no, I don't. I'm not. I'm not just here to stuff fucking Joe Harris's statue. Doesn't matter to me. No, that sounds horrible. (laughs) That sounds like a really shitty. That would be such a weird reality. Hey, did you hear what happened in the the NBA Finals last year? Joe Harris averaged 50 a game. Like what? What if you win in seven games? Yes, Yes. I want that. I want the Nets to win one zero. Every no, I want to get blown out every game. But when you win, it's one zero. I don't care. <laughs> Give me the championship. Suddenly, DeAndre Jordan becomes the greatest defensive player of all time. Yeah, averages thirty six blocks per game. Exactly. <laughs> okay, moving on to my number three bold prediction. Four. That was Donovan Mitchell will average twenty six points per game, five rebounds, and five assists. Nope, hasn't hasn't happened. It has not happened, but it's not super far off so it was 26 5 and 5 with a little bit of rounding like reasonable rounding he's averaging 25 5 and 5 not 26 5 and 5 so more specifically it's 24.7 points 5.4 assists 4.7 rebounds um while hitting 3.33s a game that's such a frustrating player to own um like i still think the leap is coming And, and you know he's built on it this year you know increasing the points per game uh, so I don't feel horrible, horrible about the prediction at all. Worst clutch player in the league. Interesting fact. Really? Yeah. Yo, by the Shoots, way, I think 27% in the clutch jazz are the most overrated team in the NBA. I understand they have the best record in the league, but that's not going to withhold. But, yeah. So don't, don't me question that. my choice of words, Rasmus. <laughs> I wasn't confident in it either, but I just went with it. <laughs> Look, words are difficult sometimes. Just ask Alexei Pokashevsky. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell is averaging 27 points per game in his in the last month. He's also taking like 35 shots a game. <laughs> to be exact, it's... Oh, my God. Well, last game he took 34. But it's just 22 <laughs> shots a game. I think he went 11 for 34 last game. Correct. Ooh. Yeah. Not his finest hour. But uh, I still love Donovan Mitchell. You know, from a fantasy standpoint, 
But frustrating player to own. He still is not unlocked his full potential. Anyway, about there. Anyway, my next bull prediction was Andrew Wiggins will finish outside the top 150. I think he's around 100 or 120. He's he's 98th. So around 100. I was pretty freaking close. 98 the prediction. Fantasy. <laughs> so my prediction was wrong. Great. Okay. Um my 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 next one was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I said that Jimmy Butler was going for the MVP. Wait, wait, wait that he was gonna win MVP. I said he was going for it. He was mm-hmm. gonna be up there in the candidates. I don't well, think that's gonna happen. He's averaging 21, 8, and 8, so He's, uh, no. he's not having a bad year. Oh, your 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 perception of him is warped. Like he had a slow start, missed a bunch of games due to COVID, and now he's been a beast ever since. So he's James let's Butler. Calm down on the hate on Mr. James Butler. He's he's lost Jimmy. He's, he's James now. Into James. More, Fun fact: uh, his name is player. actually his name is actually Jimmy, not James. No. Mm, um, so Jimmy. when he was on the Sixers, uh, I think Brett Brown. Said that he he didn't he didn't have a very good game. Bruce Brown, you mean Bruce Brown? <laughs> yes, Brett. Sixers coach Bruce Brown, um, <laughs> also center for the Magic. <laughs> said that it wasn't Jimmy Butler out there tonight. It was James Butler, <laughs> and they asked Jimmy about it. He got pissed. Seriously? He's like, James is not my name. I gotta see this. My I name have to is watch Jimmy. This. Is this yeah. real, by the way? You're yeah, it's joking. real. Look up, uh, look up, like Jimmy. I guess Jimmy Butler, James Butler. Yeah. Yeah, he's not happy. I'm, I'm watching this after. Yeah, okay. I, I have a video here. Okay. Jimmy Butler has hilarious response to Brett Brown calling him James. Yeah, he doesn't like being James Butler. Okay. I'm excited um, so, yeah, Jimmy Butler, not MVP candidate. Yeah, not happen. Not my finest. Let's not hate. All right, Christian, I think this is your final one. So this far. is my final one, yeah. Um. Super boring one, and you know now I can see this dude just isn't what I thought he was. It was the SGA thing, stupid SGA bandwagon. I hate that I got on the SGA bandwagon. Uh, you know, I said he would finish as a top fifteen player. His numbers haven't been bad at all. They haven't been bad, but they haven't been top fifteen. So on the year he's twenty three six and five. Yeah, I know fifty one percent from the field. Ooh, what is he on the year? I'm trying to find his name. Thirty eight on the year. You know, that's not that's not good for where no, of course not. Taken. But you know, 23 points, five rebounds, six assists. Defensive stats aren't really there, you know, 1.5 combined. You know, his numbers, you look at you look at it be like you look at his numbers, be like, oh, he doesn't hurt you anywhere. He mm. really doesn't. But uh I guess it, it hasn't added up to anything. He's special. missed some games and things like that, but okay, he's missed some games. He'll put it together in one of the next few seasons. He has not been a bust, but he has not lived up to the mm. full hype. But he's been good. Yeah. Fuck, I'm saying a lot of confusing things. My final bowl prediction was, and this one's also really boring, RJ Barrett will score 20 points a game but still be a shitty fantasy player. So the what second if, part is true. He's a shitty fantasy player, but he's only averaging 16.5. What a boring bold prediction. I would agree. Why would you make a bold <laughs> prediction about RJ Barrett? That's like me making a bold prediction know. about P.J. Tucker. Sorry. Whoa. I can't go back in time. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I can't remember what my fifth one was. So clearly it wasn't that bold. Oh, okay. You didn't write it down? Uh, no, I wrote it down in my head. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I was too enamored with the idea of Cat requesting a trade. 
I actually have a six bowl prediction, and it's not a bowl prediction. It's, I'm just reading what it says. Wait, can I guess and who it's about? Is, that's what I wrote. Oh, and I, I thought still you were going to say like, case. I think Kevin Herder's going to average thirteen, three and two <laughs> on forty-seven percent. That's a fascinating bowl. <laughs> fascinating prediction. Kevin Herder, Another one with weird energy, by the way. Yeah, I that was, I thought about that as we were talking about him. Weird energy. Okay. So we have one final segment here. By far mm-hmm. the most important, insightful, and valuable stuff we're gonna about to talk about. Yep. Packing heat. Packing heat. Welcome packing to the packing heat. heat segment. Sponsored by Tabasco Sauce. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's um I'm just gonna look at Where some do we names begin? <laughs> Where do we begin? All right, I, I have no I have my first one. Joel Embiid. Oh, Come on, there's no way me. he doesn't have a Schlangen. sword in his pants. Schlangen. Yeah, no, Joel Embiid must be gi- utterly gigantic. <laughs> just so much interior defense. <laughs> oh, this this section could get really bad. Yeah, this oh, is or really good. Absolutely just clogging up the paint. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to do like 99% of talking this segment just comes <laughs> like next we got um I think James Harden is also fucking packing heat I feel like he's uh, see I feel like Harden's the kind of guy who he knows how to use it but he's not blessed no I, I kind of feel the same way the same way like his his ball game like he, he's yeah. not overly athletic but he knows how to use what he has exactly so, good stroke it, game it's the tall skinny guys that i think have the biggest listen listen here's a guy longs you you cannot disagree with this and i know that when i say you're gonna be like oh my god he's totally the biggest guy in the league Kawhi leonard yes. oh my leonard is yes. enormous. quiet guys are always the biggest <laughs> oh my Huge hand. I can't believe we're talking about <laughs> yeah. I'm so passionate about how quiet guys are always the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I just know this shit. Could you imagine, could you imagine, right, being, being the Clippers, you're on a night out. And you know how, you know, these people, they get shared by the team. Mm-hmm. Imagine, you know, experiencing Kawhi. And then the level of disappointment Paul George is going to give you. <laughs> you don't want to follow up <laughs> Kawhi. Nah, I, <laughs> I would hate that. <sighs> you know, you know, else I, you know, you say tall, skinny guys. Kevin I've just Red. looked at a picture of him and I thought, there's no way he's not. Nolan's Noel. Oh my it? God, dude. No, Nolan's Noel probably just sneakily massive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't think it's very sneakily when he's a seven foot black guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's like he's got, he's got that like slender sort of low key look to him, where he just like whips out in the change room when he gets traded. Like, they're like, "Whoa, the biggest, listen, this listen, is quiet. what we traded for." Listen, Ollie, I don't I don't think anyone's overlooking his size. To be honest with you, I don't think he's a <laughs> he's not under the, the radar. radar. No, he's not. Oh, under okay, the radar. fair enough, fair enough. If you if you ask me, if you ask me. Okay, who's an under the radar schlanger? Okay, listen. Look, okay, so here, here are a few guys. Again, I'm not saying this is bold, <laughs> but you know, let's talk about like the purebred Africans, the Chris Bouchers, the Clay Capellas. <laughs> yeah, I think this is like genetic advantage. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the point. Um, I'm just I'm I'm looking through. I'm looking right, through let, now. Let, let's talk underwhelming guys. Let, let, oh, let, disappointing. Let me, let me ask one. Let me ask one. If we had to guess the size uh, of this man's meat store. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know how to feel about this. <clears throat> Yao Ming. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one. He's... <laughs> uh, uh, He's probably packing five and a half, but on a seven foot six frame, it looks like two. It's gonna look like two. <laughs> That's tough, you know, especially if you got some like, because I've been to a naked sauna before in that part of the world, and there's a lot of um, what what can I say? Uh, interior defense in the pubal region. <laughs> George Bush is out, if you know what I mean, <laughs> and that makes it look even smaller by perspective. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling like Yao. Unless he had like, because you know when they come over to America and you have the rookie like symposium, they probably talk about that stuff. This is how we have a penis podcast disguised <laughs> as a fantasy basketball podcast. No, they probably talk to, talk to like. They probably talk to Yao Ming about like the kind of like male grooming sponsored by Manscaped. Yeah. Um, like. So- there's a few guys I'm a bit concerned about. <laughs> okay, okay, wait, wait. Can I name two and you've got to tell me who you're more go on concerned for 45 about? Minutes. <laughs> I have two guys I want to bring to the table that I'm concerned about. Okay. <laughs> go. <laughs> go. <sighs> yeah, I thought Ollie was going first. Okay, okay. Are you more concerned about Mason Plumley? Or, <laughs> oh God, or Joe Harris. Joe. Yeah. You can tell me, I tell you why. It's because Joe is so relatable. I see so much of myself in him. You know? <laughs> <And> Christian's underwhelming. <laughs> and is that- if he's anything like me, he's underwhelming. Do you think that's like, do you think that's why Joe's always open? Just because there's less like, from us to get in the way he can like <laughs> dodge around screens and stuff yes that's it that's why yeah um all right christian what are the two guys you want to bring to the table jo- jo- joe is probably like in your uh one standard deviation of where he should be mm-hmm. you know given his ethnicity and so forth um two guys i'm a bit concerned about we were talking to him about him a little bit before. Kevin Hoider, Herder, Herder, Kevin Herder. You know, I'm just I'm just looking at his face right now. I'm just trying to analyze his smile and his eyes, and I feel like he's just trying to tell us something. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to say like, I'm I'm self conscious. That's what his yeah. face tells me. Mm-hmm. And we know where that <laughs> stems from. I, c- I can't disagree with any of that. The red <laughs> rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, we all have to give one last guy that we think is just the the biggest the number no, wait, wait, honestly- can, I give, can i give one more that i think talks a big game mm-hmm. but is ultimately one of the biggest busts in that area okay mm-hmm. yes tyler i want to be more descriptive when we talk oh, about this. oh my god yeah. who 
Tyler Hero definitely talks a big game. You know, they're all in the locker room. Like, they all went out the night before. Oh, Tyler, how was your night? Oh, yeah, I was there 45 minutes. Like, she was saying my name. And then, like, they actually, like, DM her on TikTok afterwards. And they're like, how was it with Tyler? And she's like, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> then she wants some real man. She goes with Bam the next night. And he, yo, I'll tell you oh, what. Oh, my God, Bam. Mm. That's the kind of thing you measure in feet. <laughs> I actually thought I saw Bam on a bio yesterday. We did. We were walking Waikiki. I was like, is that Bam over there? No, it's because it's because <laughs> is he on the All-Star team? No. No. Okay, see? It's All-Star weekend, meaning they're on vacation. We're in Hawaii right now. So there's totally NBA players going to Hawaii for like four or five days. And it could have been him. It was just a massive six foot eight black guy with the exact same haircut from behind. But he wasn't wearing any, like, you know, super expensive chains, which was the giveaway that wasn't. That's how we knew it wasn't Bam. (laughs) So I knew it wasn't a basketball player. Because he didn't blow it all in fucking jewelry and diamonds. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm looking here at all the players in the league. And it's it's hard to find guys that you think are not, you know, big players in this field. Like the NBA average must be 10 inches. I'll tell you who's not, Eric Gordon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric Gordon's probably got like a a three-point shot, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, mate. Yeah, Eric Gordon, definitely not. Um, who else just scrolling through? Um, Sometimes it's Eric. the guys you least expect. Yeah, it's true. Eric Bledsoe, I feel like, isn't really bringing the ball up the floor, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, I, I still didn't get to bring up the guy that I was going to compare Kevin Herter to before. This is an amazingly you know, long segment. Continue. Yeah. Speaking um, of amazingly long. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on Gordon Hayward? Just loves missionary. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Probably gives his wife a kiss afterwards. Good yes. Christian boy. Good Christian boy. Just six and a half minutes of efficiency. <laughs> Not too much because he's got a game the next day. So, um, but I'm looking at all the players here. I'm all, yeah, I'm, I'm having a tough time singling out small boys. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think about, this is an interesting one, Jokic. I, I was thinking about him. I was thinking about him. He could, he could be an, a big time sleeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, something about his, his face his just demeanor. tells me like, like I'm dumb big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what it's a mindset it? when you're that size, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like yeah. something about those East Europeans just say something. I don't mm. know. <laughs> I'm not- there's, I'm just looking at some dudes now and I'm thinking like, Brandon Ingram, no way he's under 10. <laughs> yeah. No way Brandon Ingram's under 10. That lankiness? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry to anyone watching this. I want to hear this. This Wait, is actually a super interesting segment. Like, I'd like to do this every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, we should come in with a lot of preparation. Yeah. Every- <laughs> so, guys, real quick. Go into ESPN and click on Nikola Jokic's name and then just scroll in on his image. And then just t- what kind of vibe does it give you? Hold <laughs> on. Hold on. 
You know what we truthfully could do is, you know, through like Instagram stalking methods, we could find women that sleep with all the basketball players and just hit them up. Should we get one as a guest? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, oh, do you remember? This was a while ago, but there was a leaked image of Greg Oden. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, we already knew Greg was going to be like 15, mm-hmm. you know, and he was. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was, it was scary. It was, I seem to remember like it was that really was the scary. first ever image that was in HD because mm-hmm. it was just so crystal clear. <laughs> yeah, it was scary. It was really frightening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at Jokic and what does it make you think? Does he have Instagram? Who? Nikola Jokic. Mm, I don't know. No, he, he ain't that kind of guy. <laughs> should we wrap up here? Yeah, I feel like we should definitely wrap up here. Yeah, I've got two or three hours more of this, but I feel I feel now's a good time to call it. Yeah. Thank All right, you, guys. This was a pleasure. Yeah. Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. We will be back in two weeks or so. And then we'll be doing a redraft. Huh? Yes, redraft. Yo, oh, redraft. Sure. Let's go. Let's go. And let us know in your review, who do you think is packing? Mm-hmm. Who's got the heat? With that said, take care. Good night. Good night. Chris Boucher. <laughs>